This is the John Oakley Show podcast. With Peter Sherman in for Oakley, 31 people were ticketed for trespassing on TTC tracks last year. Oh, quick headline it. Uh, you know what? I'm 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 not dissing it. Nobody should be trespassing, but this is the stuff that the Star got when it uh, went after information on this. Uh, and it did it under Freedom of Information. 76 were fined for smoking on transit agency property. 26 got tickets for allegedly being publicly intoxicated while riding the rocket. You, you know what? I, I don't find that so bad, and I'll tell you why. When do you ride the rocket? When you've had one too many. All right, if you can't afford a cab or you don't want a cab, you get on the public transit. That's why they give out on New Year's Eve. They they run the buses and subways I'm for free. Just about to say that I've been on on the on New Year's Eve and and you don't pay. And why don't you pay? Because you're going up here, right? That's why. That's why, right? But they, I'm, they these guys must have been. I can't say what faced, but you know what I'm talking about. Like really drunk. Okay, making a mess, maybe making a mess, or, maybe maybe that's why they were taking it. I don't know. Five customers were alleged to have used improper language. Only five. Only five. <laughs> What's wrong with oh, this AM bus? <laughs> All right. Um, I think my wife might have been one of them. Oh. Uh, or gestures. Four were ticketed for they, they used gestures. So you're ticketed for that on the TTC. Four were ticketed for fighting. And 14 were fined for interfering with other riders' enjoyment of the transit system. I defy you to find anybody who says they enjoy the transit system. I'm sorry if I'm, if I'm uh, you know, poking fun, but look, it's a public transit system. That's what it is. One got a ticket for operating a radio without earphones. Oh, my. I hope they were listening to us. A boombox. All right. That's what, <laughs> do they have those anymore? Do you anyway, get fined for getting an elbow in the eye? Give it an elbow in the yeah, eye? Yeah, like we could yuck it up here for 15 <sighs> minutes on this stuff, but we have another one coming up where we can do that. So I'm going to leave this alone because I don't think any of these things are serious enough to turn into a talk radio topic. But I'll tell you what is serious enough. What is serious enough is the use of the Presto card. And, and you know, to listen to our authority figures, uh, our mayor, and I'm not dissing Mayor Tory or the TTC spokespeople, and I'm not dissing them, you would think that it is perfection personified. We we rolled out the uh, the card the Presto card, and everything's working great. I'm not so sure. I'm not so sure, and that's why I'm asking the question. Are you happy with the Presto card? Does it work 100% for you? Do you think this is a good way uh, to get on the TTC? It's not only the TTC. It's it's pretty well all conveyances with more to come across the province of Ontario, so that's probably a good thing. Talking about transferability of your money, and you know, you load the card, and you can use it in a lot of places, but... Is everything functioning the way you'd like it to? 870-6400-STAR-640. Let's take some calls. And uh, the first one is Edward on the DVP. Are you stopped, Edward? No, I'm no longer on the DVP because I was stopped, so I got off. How bad is it? Just give us a little traffic report. Bumper to bumper. Oh, God. I went from 80 to 2. How am I going to do going north later tonight? Yeah, good luck. Thank you. Edward, what do you have to say? Should I ride the TTC? You should. All right. So tell me about uh, the Presto card in your life. So I don't use it very often. I do have a Presto card, and it works maybe half the time. But the only reason why Toronto and the province, why we have it, is because the province told the city the only program that we're going to support is the Presto system, of which that we will give you $350 million. I know that. Toronto special. Mm-hmm. There were other um, off-the-shelf systems 
that are used in other countries that work amazingly well. Yep. But no, we have to have a special one, like we have to have special street cars that nobody can build but Bombardier, because we are special. We can't have an off-the-shelf version, which costs maybe 20% of the total cost. Well, one wonders what would have happened. There, there was a time, uh, and it was the, the time of uh, Wynn and McGinty. I'm not saying that uh, we haven't seen anything from Ford yet on uh, an issue that has to be decided like this one. It'd be interesting to know what he would have decided. It'd be interesting to know what another government would have decided. I remember uh, when this was happening, and I remember being involved somewhat from the periphery because I was uh, in, involved in uh, public service at the time. And you're right. It was a $350 million expense, and it was imposed on the city, and it was going to roll out to the rest of the province. So done is done. You're not going to change that. Does it work 100% of the time? Are people happy? Are you happy, Edward? Well, I'm happy that half the time I use it, which is not very often, it doesn't go through. It it doesn't beep, and the uh, bus driver says, "Just get on." <laughs> in a short yeah. in a short sentence, it sucks. Thank yeah. you very much, Edward. Thanks. All right, let's go to Adam in North York. Is he right? Um, I find it works all the time, but that's not why I'm upset. Okay. I'm I'm upset because exactly what the gentleman said before. This was the biggest patronage thing I've ever seen by the former liberal. Oh, no, there were lots bigger ones than this. <laughs> okay. Anyways, if Adam Giambroni had kept his pants on, we wouldn't have had this. Um, he, the banks had actually come and said, we'll give you a system for free. Okay. And, and proposed it. And it was about to go through. And, you know, and then suddenly the, the liberal government said, no, no, only Anderson Consulting. That's it. And the funny part is the MTA in New York is getting rid of this system right now. Well, they're getting uh, rid of this system or a system? No, no. It's this system. Uh-huh. They call it Metro. They call theirs the Metro card. And in two years, isn't it interesting that Andy Byford, who heads the, who's the new head of the MTA, the first thing he did was to get rid of this. <laughs> he, and he, he said, I came from Toronto. They had Presto. I'm not going to keep this around. That's right. And, he, and so the, the second thing, of course, is now um, New York State is going to strip him of all his powers because uh, they're the ones who imposed the Metro card system. On the MTA. You've got to wonder where this stuff comes from. I remember being on a trip, and it doesn't matter. Well, it does matter where. I went to Taiwan. Okay, and they and Taiwan is a fairly small island. They have a an extensive modern underground, and you swipe on and swipe off. It measures distance, the whole thing. And uh, these guys probably invented it themselves because they invent everything electronic. And I bet you they did it for a hell of a lot less. Well, th- what they're going to use in New York is was going to be, and unless the state stops it is your your phone you're just going to tap your phone well, that's the way it should be that's the way it should be i look at i get into my health club tapping my phone I, I can i can buy coffee tapping my phone i can get a whole meal tapping my phone why wouldn't i want to get on the the subway tapping my phone you're, you're totally right thank you very much appreciate the call let me take uh, michelle in toronto hi there hi um so i have several points actually if you can just bear with me so Although I am upset that everything is going cashless, that ship has sailed, so we have to deal with it um, with what we have. But I was telling your screener that I used to live in England, and when I was living there, I was always complaining about the healthcare system, thinking how amazing Canada's was. And now that I've, I've moved back, I'm complaining about how 
how much or how much better their transport system is. And I always think that people should learn from other people who have already mastered something. And the British have literally mastered the art of travel. And it's just chaotic. It's embarrassing that we consider ourselves such a global city and we haven't even managed to nail down the TTC. I mean, when I first moved back, I had to take the bus on one occasion. And I think I needed a PhD to navigate myself from that bus stop. There was hardly a, you're lucky, first of all, if there is a bus stop sign. And when it is, it's like dinky and falling off a pole. Um, you don't know what bus number stops there. You don't know what direction the bus route is going to. You don't know how long it's going to take you to get to your destination. Yes, things are, I guess, on apps now. But in England, you have you have both versions. And okay. Like I was telling you, I, I'm, I'm just gonna I'm gonna cut in there only for one reason. We're running out of time, but I think I think we can summarize your call by saying this: We love to pat ourselves on the back all the time about how fortunate we are to live in this great country that's better than every other country. And by the way, I do believe that. But there are lots of things that we could learn from other countries on how to and uh, and how to includes the delivery of healthcare and and uh, moving people around, all those kinds of things. We don't have a lock on that information. And I thank you very much for your call. Thanks for listening to the John Oakley Show podcast. Be sure to rate, review, and subscribe for free at Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, and anywhere else you get your on-demand audio.